0: Welcome to Out of the Box with Christine. Are you willing to step into your greatness? Are you ready to shine? Well, get ready, truth seeker. You're in for an amazing ride. And now, here's the host of the show,
1: Christine Blasdale. Welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I am your expert authority coach. I'm a business coach who help entrepreneurs who are struggling getting their message out into the world. And I help them create podcasts and video branding and viral TikToks and all that good stuff. And Today, I am so excited because I have someone who understands the power of video and how you don't have to be perfect. As a matter of fact, it it makes you a little bit more endearing. It actually makes you relatable. And so I'm so excited to have on the show today, Elizabeth Griffion. I kind of said it correctly. I have to have that (laughs) Griffion. That's correct. Okay, yes, Christine. Okay. Thank okay, you. Good. All right. Good. Well, um, well, welcome to out of the box with Christine. I really appreciate, you. you know, um, a lot of the, the clients that I have are life coaches, uh, healers, personal development, uh, self-care folk. And this is a subject matter that makes people a little uncomfortable and that is getting in front of a camera and Looking in the eye of the camera lens, and ah, so can you talk about? Well, first of all, talk about you're a video marketing expert. Um, talk about some of the work that you do with your clients in getting them over that fear.
0: (laughs) I always start off by saying there is no such thing as a perfect video because people tend to make a video and then they say, Oh, it's not perfect, and they're afraid I will see it and say something. But I think there's every video is already a great step but i do ask people to record it again if they forgot to uh watch the camera yes so that's the only reason but uh i work with with clients who would think well uh, i've got this business it's going okay but i want to i want it to be bigger i don't want to be greedy but i want my business to be bigger and the the way to do that is to make a lot more people know who you are and what you do and there's really only one way to do that quickly and that's video
1: and that's video
0: that's what i've been trying to say
1: to people (laughs) you know I, i i spent my my career i was in uh broadcast journalism i was in radio for 20 years and i rarely you know i barely even mentioned my name you know, I was, I was like, I'm behind the scenes. I don't want to be seen. I don't want to be heard. And then when I started the uh, creating the podcast and then doing even, you know, the coaching, the podcast coaching, I still was like, well, it's about the audio. It's about, you know, that. And it was like the universe, everything was telling me you've got to get in front of the camera because when you're in front of the camera, people can see you they can see your eyes they can see if you're like a shifty you know (laughs) character but but when what is it the eyes are the windows of the soul so they can actually look at you and see your 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 gestures and how you talk and how you move in the world and I would say especially for a coach um if you want people to fork over some money uh for (laughs) you to guide them in some way you need to show them that you're human and that that you are not some
0: shifty-eyed creature, right? Video is about trust. Yes. If you've th- if people have seen you on a video, they feel and that's how we do it with famous people. You feel like you've met them, like they're your friend. So the more often you see someone on a video, the more you the people think, "Oh, I know this person. I can trust this person." Because we as people, it's uh, biologically inframed uh, on us. I think we always choose who we know over who we do not know. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love video as a tool to uh, make a lot of people feel like they know you.
1: Yes, yes. And to bring them into your to your world as well. Yes, um, yes. That's one of the things when, when I'm training someone to... Uh, create their own podcast I always say I I show them uh, of course how to you know edit for the sound and add music and all of that stuff but when we record we record uh, because I like to keep it simple we'll record on Zoom and I'll say why reinvent the wheel why work so hard you can record once and you have the audio byproduct but you also have the video which you can put on YouTube you can put it on uh, Facebook, on LinkedIn, uh, all of the major platforms, you can throw that video up and especially on YouTube, you can bring in listeners or you know fans of your podcast who would not normally find you in Apple Podcast land, right? But they can find you in YouTube, which is the second largest search engine in the world owned by the first largest search engine in the world. Can you talk about the importance? I know that there's other, um media platforms where people can post their uh, their videos but youtube seems to be the king or the the queen of the game um can mm-hmm. you talk about that and how we can maybe expand our reach if we have a business through youtube
0: I used to uh, not like YouTube very much. I used to be very big with my own videos because I started making videos as like a like an example for people. Like this is what it could be like. Maybe like your podcast as well. So I started making weekly videos, and I I basically always taught something about making videos, and then something about my my life, where I was going. If I was teaching a class or something. And I put them on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram, and they were all doing really well. And then I had uh, put it on on YouTube and I had like 12 views there. So I thought, oh, this (laughs) might not be for me. I might be more of a social media girl. And then someone said to me, "Uh, you're just doing it wrong. (laughs) So... I it it was about four years ago and then I thought okay well this is not going to happen to me I've got to learn how this works and then I learned and very quickly after I started adapting all the things I had to change this that's like the very basic stuff like titles and thumbnails and stuff like that and it just it peaked it really uh, the, the channel grew really fast and it it taught me so much about understanding what people want to see, because that's what YouTube is where, where people are honest. They are honest about what videos they want to see, what they do not want to see. So it really got me in touch with my target audience with the people I want to serve. So that's why I appreciate it very much. And that's an ongoing thing because YouTube also knows, well, it's a bit creepy, but I know a lot about you. So as a maker, you know who your viewers are, what they were searching for, and even how long they were looking at your video. So if they watched your video for 10 seconds and I thought, oh, I don't like this, you know. So that's very, uh, well, it, it was a bit of a disappointment for me because I noticed, for example, that if I try to make a joke in a video, people are leaving. So <laughs> I just had to stop doing that. Yes. <laughs> But that's uh that's what I love about YouTube. It it's a way of it's a great way of communicating both ways with your viewers, with your with your future clients. But they also communicate back, and they teach you. So if you pay attention, you can be uh grow on YouTube quite fast. Yeah. But only yeah. if you are willing to learn. So that's what I love about YouTube, and and it's the second biggest uh. Uh, search machine but it's also the second biggest video platform did you know that Netflix is
1: Netflix
0: is first YouTube is second oh but I can't post on Mm. Netflix can I exactly and then YouTube second biggest video platform accessible for everyone everyone. yeah and it's so not only uh, it's not only big, but everyone is there. Like, my, it's my, I have an uncle who just turned 86, and I was at his birthday and I was watching, I was asking him, what, so what do you do in the evenings? And he was like, oh, I'm uh, watching uh, uh, music videos on YouTube. Yeah. And my son's 12 and he's on there all the time. So I think about everyone is on YouTube.
1: Yeah. And they have, and they have children's programming as well. I have a, I have a wonderful client who is a, uh, a children's author. And she was like, I just don't, I, I need to promote the book and I don't know how. And, and she's like, do I do a podcast? I said, well, you could do a children's podcast, I guess. But I said, if you were, if you could do some children's content, um, a video, maybe you, you know, either you reading the book or read the book and then have some visuals that come on, on screen. Um, I, I said, if you marketed it or if you tagged it as children's content which you have to you have to tell youtube this is children's content and you got to go through a bunch of uh, and understandably so that you need to, they need to make sure that it's appropriate for children but i said there's not a lot of i mean talk about not a lot of competition there's not and then i went to oh i went to look uh at some children's programming about you know read along type things and there were millions of views on videos that were like eh you know okay but i couldn't believe it and it's just because there's just not a lot out there there's just not so there is it is a platform where you can really um get 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 the work out and become very very popular i i wholeheartedly agree with that so so my question is because I, I think some of the clients that I work with have a little bit of imposter syndrome. And it's like, well, well you know, who would want to see me? Who would want to, you know, watch my video or listen to me? Do you, have, do you have clients that have a little bit of that imposter syndrome? And if so, what do you do? do you, how do you help them get out of that?
0: <laughs> I I think I have only clients that have that imposter syndrome because they know they they ha- they know some valuable stuff and they want to reach people but they're like well uh, who's going to who who's waiting for me and then well nobody because they don't know you exist yet but well I, I help people mostly by remembering reminding them that they know so much and there's so much they can share. So the way I work with people is first we start digging for what every what's what what stuff you can tell that you can help people with. How can you help people just move one step forward toward what they want? Just and it's also one step closer to you, of course. And then it's sort of awakens a feeling inside them. They're like, oh, um, it's this is not about me. Video is not about me. It's not. A narcissistic thing to aim the camera. It's a way of helping people. It's a social medium. So, um, what I teach people is, and every video that you make, you've got to bring someone. You have to see it as sort of a, a present to your viewer. And then, if you do it in that kind, in this, in that mindset. You you you're like me now. You get on you're you're on fire. You're you're not like you don't mind the camera. You are getting in touch with someone that you can help. Just move one step closer to their goal, and then it's a different game. You your
1: your coaching style is exactly like mine, uh, and it's so refreshing, uh, because I have a few that that lacked the confidence that had that imposter syndrome that were shy. I had some that were so incredibly shy and I would ask them, I said, so in your, in your coaching or what is the purpose? What do you, what do you want to do? Well, I want to inspire others to do X, Y, Z, or I want to help people overcome, you know, obstacles in life. I, I want to help them lose weight, whatever it is. And so what I would say is okay, yes, you do, you need to make sure that you're in the frame of the video. You need to see that you're there, okay? And you don't have like, you know, stuff on your face, whatever. But I said, instead of being critical on yourself and thinking about you, when you're with a client, you don't think about what y- about you, you're more concerned about them. So always think about your audience first. That person that is going to be channel surfing, and they're gonna just land on your video at a time, maybe you're in the mid sentence, then think about that person and giving that gift to them so that they receive it. And what always happens when we shift the perspective instead of from us to them, to who we're servicing, it's much easier. It's like, oh, oh, that's right. Okay, this is not for me, it's for them. This is, yes, that's the, that's why you want to become a coach or you want to help people, right? You want to be a yes. healer. This is one of the reasons. So yeah, so it's refreshing. I'm so glad that you that you have said that because I, I've said that as well. It's important to shift the perspective. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. now what are some? Then- what are, yeah, go ahead. Go
0: ahead. that also uh if people uh sometimes struggle finding topics and i think that's the same with with podcasts maybe if you they're like oh what should i talk about in my video and i have nothing to tell and they know everything already and everything is already said by all my colleagues on youtube and um i think you the best videos the one that's with most views they're always the ones where you think yourself that the the, the subject is too simple what, what you're saying is actually a very small thing because for us it's small it's like we we know very much and then the viewers are like oh thank you for that insight and it's 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 great to always find out as uh, there's always some moment where people think oh is that what they're interested in i didn't know that yes and yes. keeping it simple
1: is very is something that we have a hard time with. Sometimes we like to make it complicated yeah. and complex, right? And, and a lot, yeah. And a lot. Um, I've I've also found uh, something that's 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 helped me, and it helps keep me on track as well. But uh, the the law of threes, and that is you know one two three A B C. Um, here are three things you need to do or here are three things you should avoid um have you noticed that that phenomenon with people because we do as human beings like things in threes i don't know what that's from but um have you done that in any of your
0: videos i have done it in quite a lot of my videos actually but this this the three is something magic isn't it yeah and then there's three things you can do with it's also the, the bigger structure is always a start a middle and an ending so that's the way stories go you need a good start you need uh, some some valuable thing in the middle and then something uh well ac- activating to uh, at the end yes. yes
1: it's like a yummy but sandwich I do... <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> what's also i think at the start of the video you are exclusively aimed at your viewer that's that's like a way to get in touch then the middle is really your part where you tell your thing so that's where you teach or, or share, whatever it is. And it, at the end, is another moment of making contact with your viewer. So I think that's a very important part. And often we're like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I've told my thing, goodbye. And then we blurt out some cliches like subscribe and share and whatever. But I think uh, thinking good about how you end beforehand is very, very important for uh, for the follow-up of the video. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So how do you end videos? I usually uh, tell people to watch my next video on YouTube, or I will ask them to make a comment and that's it. So um, I don't ask big things. I noticed that video is a great way for creating trust, for getting known, for making people know that you are the expert. It's not so great for selling ah right yeah it's good for branding very very good for branding but uh, i noticed that people who start making videos they're like okay you're making a video now better sell something but it's videos actually for making well f- friends on
1: the internet for making that connection and and giving yes. like i was um saying it's the same thing with creating a podcast uh, uh, if somebody comes in and says, i want a podcast it's like i want a puppy i want a podcast and I said, it, it, the, here's the thing, you need to uh, educate, entertain, uh, motivate, inspire, any of those things there where you, where it's a teachable moment. So if you can motivate people, if you can inspire people, you can make people laugh, if you can make people think, um, or if you can educate them on a subject, then you have something that's riveting to listen to. And I would think that the same would be with, with video as well. Because if you're just up there going, hey. Buy my thing. Buy, <laughs> buy my thing. I really need to sell this thing. This is the greatest thing ever. You need to buy it.
0: It's a tape roller thing. That's a good thing, though. Yeah, yes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, so that's not so. Uh, so that's. You, I think it's very like podcast. You have to be in it. For a reason of inspiring, sharing, helping people, and and not to sell, whereas you can sales videos work as well, but you, you can have only well maximum of one in five videos where you offer something, I think for yeah, sale. That's,
1: that's a good. that's actually a pretty good uh, thing uh, aspect. And even if it's even if it's a product, you know i've I've seen some companies, they're very clever uh in their videos and they'll have a you know um they'll have a product in the you know in the video but it's not the, necessarily the main star Th- people will be watching the video i remember the there was a product called um uh poopery <laughs> and it I was saw a the little- video <laughs> did you see the video yes okay. so Epic. so it was they, they were so well done these, these commercials, these videos were so well done for this little product that basically it's got like a good smelling oil thing and you spray it in the toilet before you go. And, uh, and they did these, you know, very posh, you know, the poopery, can you please pass the poopery? And they were very funny, very well done. And it was for a bathroom toilet spray. And people thought, Oh, that's really silly. That's not going to, they made a lot of money. They made a lot of money because everybody was like, did you, did you hear about, did you see that commercial? Oh, I got my bottle.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very clever marketing. It wasn't wasn't for sale here in the Netherlands, but uh, I wanted to buy it, (laughs) but that, (laughs) yes, that was, that's, that was an instant, instant success, that video for most people. It's not that though. It's. I think it's like in yeah. podcasts; they have to work and edit a little to to find your flow and your way to yes. make uh, the videos that people want to watch.
1: Well, and I find that yeah. that that humor that humor is um is quite popular, and that's probably because people you know they, they got they're they're stressed already and they're working, like and they just need something. They need a release. They need something to to, to bring them out of that funk. So it's yeah. um I find that the humor and that's what I gravitate towards. I'll gravitate more towards even like on Instagram and TikTok and things like that more of the things that are that are that are funny that are fun to watch um so ex- explain if you can a bit of the process you when when a client comes to you and they say I suck at doing videos <laughs> I need your help what how do you how do you uh, how do you coach them
0: <laughs> well Usually people have done or have already done a couple of videos and they're like, why is this not working for me? What's wrong? And then we start talking about what they what they find important about their work. I want to watch them and see them in the eye and and see them light up about their subjects. And then, well, actually it's there's a boring part as well, because I have people write uh, some subscripts for videos. Yes, so we're not like oh, turn on the camera and start telling because that's like the the fastest way to a very boring video. And as a as a former TV director, I sort of bring some of the the stuff of TV that how you make fascinating, entertaining videos. I I teach that to my clients. So. Uh, they first think of what they're going to say but they write it down you're not going you're never going to say that exactly on camera but that's not important it's about deciding because well I think everybody has this thing where we if we have like me now I want to tell a million things at the same time and that's (laughs) that's not very wise (laughs) so They write it down beforehand, so that you don't uh, tell too much, you know, uh, beforehand, how you're going to finish your video. And then uh, I teach them how to record a video, not just in one big blurb, but in small pieces that's the television way and it's not that it's not as difficult as it sounds so I have them record the video in three four or five pieces and then put it together in an editing app or editing program on their computers yes and that's yes a fast way as compared to uh if you try to do it spontaneously because then stuff goes wrong you have to make decisions on spot and stuff like that absolutely
1: Yes. Yes. I'll be able Um, if I'm doing a video, uh, sometimes uh, I'll I'll just start the recording and then I'll I have an idea. I already have an idea of what it is that I want to cover and I'll um, I'll go along there. But you're right. Sometimes when we get in the heat of it, we can also be distracted or we want to talk about too many things. So I'll just let the camera roll. I'll just let it go. And even mm-hmm. if I flub up or if I say things something wrong, I'll I'll pause for a second because I know I have to edit it. So pause and then I'll go back into it. And I may have something that the recording itself is five minutes, but once I edit everything down and I take out all the stuff that's not really juicy, you know, that's like, that doesn't, that's not important. Um, I'll get down to like, you know, two minutes, or two and a half minutes or yeah. something like that. Yeah. But yeah. it's just allowing yeah. that and having the freedom of that. I do like the fact um that you said you have them write it down but you don't because i i can't stand when people read on camera i'm like we don't or read, a, we never read or when they're speaking I, if they're a public speaker and they're just looking at their notes
0: i just go nuts No, that's a break of contact yeah. but in a video you have the freedom to uh record in small bits and just then between takes just just read and think oh that was what i was going to say so that's how we do it and then you do like three four lines at a time and then when you put it together it just feels like one one big complete thing one one story oh and it also yeah that gives you the freedom to be a bit more creative in recording you can go outside and stand in front of a tree and do some lines and then walk a little, walk a little and, and have the camera on a selfie stick and talk to it. So, because in a video we have image and image is so much more than just a talking head. So if you are, I was in London last week and I recorded a video there walking the streets. So that will take my viewers, not only uh, I tested a the microphone there, because I thought it was an appropriate place, noisy Mm -hmm. place. But also I was somewhere different and they, that's the the fun of video is that it takes people to where you are right. Then it's an experience as well as something with information. So I think that really adds to the, the, the charm of video that you can take people somewhere else.
1: I do like that. I'm getting tired of having just this white wall behind me, you know, I like the yeah. idea of getting out getting out there. And we have, look, we have like our own film crew with us. 24 hours it's, a day. We've got it with us.
0: You don't need a lot to uh, to to do that. And it's uh, it's very appreciated. So now when I think of a subject for a video, I also think where will I record it? Will I go on the street? Do I do it right here? It's a bit boring, but no, no rain, no wind. And I try to... to to change it all the time. So people are like, where's she this week? And that's what I teach my my clients as well. But there's there's this extra thing that comes up and that's well embarrassment about being seen, talking yes. to your camera. <laughs> so they well you can go look for a quiet place. But it's 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 also a, a bit of freedom and it it gives you the videos that, that people watch until the end.
1: Yes. Yes. Some of the you know, some of the best videos I've done are like in the grocery store. And and when you're in a grocery store, there's always somebody on your on your aisle. There's always gonna be someone who's gonna go, what the fuck? What are they doing? <laughs> um, but it's because it's a common place it's a place that people recognize immediately. They're like, She's in a grocery store. And um, you know, the the sometimes they got some funky music playing in the grocery store and you have to sing yeah. along um it's my happy place <laughs> when yeah. COVID happened it was the only place we were allowed to go mm-hmm. so I know the I know every square inch of our local supermarket because of that so so it's a it's a dear
0: it's a dear place to me yeah I love yeah that. so if you if you shared it people will appreciate it and and uh, you don't have to say everything. You you can stand you can be in the grocery store and not say, I am in the grocery store because you don't have to, because people see it. Yeah. So there's this power of, of image and, and your surroundings that you, you don't have to mention them, but it's it makes your video an experience instead of an information video. And and yes. that's that's sticks within people's minds. Absolutely. I um, used to yeah. during COVID. I used to make my videos in a in a on a little bit of grass where where people are walking their dogs, and it was just it's not very pretty, but it was green. It was a tree, and everybody now thinks I have a dog. I don't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's cute. <laughs> I like that. Uh, you have a special you have a, a a special little gift for our listeners and our viewers that are on YouTube. Um, uh, you want to tell them about that.
0: Yes, I've written a book, because I'm a great believer in in preparation for great videos. I think you should uh, write scripts, and then, uh, again, you don't have to say this what you've written down literally, but thinking about the, the structure of the video beforehand makes the video great. So I've written a book with seven different video scripts that you can use for uh, making your videos. And it's downloadable free through my website. It's for sale on Amazon, but for free on my website. And I have written this book in Dutch first. And I've sold this like thousands of people in this small country in the Netherlands that have this book and I've translated it. And now it's out there for the rest of the world. I love
1: that. That and I'll make sure that we have in the show notes will be a direct link uh, to that gift from you. I think that would be wonderful for our listeners and for our viewers. And then if, if people want to find out more information about you and, and, uh, and book a session with you, it's, um, top of mind, So it's that top, top of mind, I'll make sure I have a direct link to, to that website. And you had said the Netherlands and I just saw the other day, which shocked me. Um, uh, I forget where I, what, where, uh, what, what ranking it was, uh, it was up there. It was like in the number 20 or something, the micro podcast on podcasting, my little tiny micro podcast that I've, you know, I do and I throw up an episode every now and then. It was ranked in the top 20 of the Netherlands as a podcast, a educational podcast or
0: how-to to podcast. And I couldn't, I the Netherlands, really? You have- the 18 million. 18 million people here. Yes. but it's very popular uh, thing to make podcasts. So uh, you're obviously, obviously doing good work. Good. Well, if you guys like me, then I'm all right. (laughs) I feel good. (laughs) Well, thank you so much
1: for being with me today, Elizabeth. I just really appreciate it. Is there any last words you want to say before we, before you
0: head out? Everyone in the world, just, just try to make a video and, and throw out your first and then post a second one. Ah, there you
1: go. And and also if people comment on it, comment back. Yeah,
0: Reply every, to comment, every comment is, is good. Yes.
1: All right, darling. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you being with us. And thank you, wonderful listeners on Apple and Spotify and Pandora and Amazon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And thank you, wonderful viewers on YouTube. If you enjoyed this and you want to share it with somebody that you love and care about, please do like subscribe, share, whatever you want to do. Um, we appreciate it and check the show notes for those links so that you can get that freebie from Elizabeth. That She's offering the scripts, the seven scripts so that you can make amazing videos. All right. Until next time, as I always say, remember to think outside that damn box. Bye for now.